Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know how we got to start it. Boof squad back again. Boof squad back again. Oh my gosh, I think I threw my shoulder out. This is why I shouldn't go to the gym. Oh my god. Not just doing that. I just I think I threw a ball or something. A I shouldn't ball. I can't be I can't be trusted. You don't even have like an animal that you're throwing who are you throwing a ball for? Well, it was Labor Day week and it was we, we it was, was Labor Day. 17. I was seventeen. I was drunk on wine. Mike was pouring very heavy pours of wine and we were playing we were we were doing the all American thing and we were throwing baseballs oh, outside. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were throwing baseballs outside and I really threw one out. I really I don't know. Kyle was here. We gotta get Kyle on the pod. We really do. Everyone always asks him to come, but I feel like he'd just be like on the pod, I'd ask my question and he'd be like, What? Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'd be like, Kyle, you have to you have to say stuff. He really is just so candidly funny and hilarious. He is. I say this all the time whenever I talk about people who are naturally funny, and I wake up every day of my life and I try to be funny. Like every day I think, how could I uh, convince people that I'm funny today? How will I really <laughs> you drive? You don't have to convince people because you are. Every time someone's like, oh my gosh, you're friends with Shannon, right? I'm like, yeah, she's even funnier in person. Oh, that's really That nice. really is what I say. I'm like, I also say that you're like even kinder and more gentle. Oh, God. I love, I love you. you. I think people are like, oh, she's funny, but like, what? And I'm like, no, she's like actually like a sweetheart too. That's well, you You're know, softy. I always talk about you because people, uh, you know, it's funny. Someone asked me whenever I always post like, what should we talk about today? So we, we are in full fledged beep beep boop bop mode. This is the last episode of the season, guys. I love you guys so, so, so much. And I can't wait to shut the fuck up for a month, except for... I'm not gonna. I'm just <laughs> except for could never, could never, ain't gonna do that. I'm just gonna chat chat on my Instagram story nonstop. Maybe I'll pick up vlogging again. Who knows? Everyone's like, where'd the vlogs go? I'm like, who has time for that? Well, I think I could do that. Oh god, <laughs> they're fun though. I should I should start them back. Yeah. No, I've I've always been so drawn into the idea of YouTube. Austin's like, you would crush YouTube. I'm you like, would. I'm like, I fucking would. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Who could? <laughs> like the, like all of our friends in LA that have that vlog and stuff. And then of course we have a lot of like friends here that vlog, like Jenica and everyone that just like bring it home on the YouTube front. But I'm like, man, it is a fucking lot of work. It is. It's so much work. And then also like, um, Hunter and Juge, like yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're like, they're like my comfort show. When I moved away and I was homesick and like missed my friends, I would like watch them. That's so sweet. But I'm like, Oh my gosh. See, I, see if you had vlogs, I would watch them when I oh. missed you. But like I, when I do it, I'm like, Oh, see, I would ruin Austin's life. He would literally be like, get that camera out of my face. Yeah, like you also have to remember to do things like, um, like the, the YouTubers that like, so, like I love watching Paige Lorenz, uh, uh, her vlogs she's and so beautiful. she's also just so pretty. Um, but you have to, 
remember to like set the camera up to like catch you like washing the dishes and I'm like oh my god I would be like why would I need to record this but when you watch theirs they have all this like b-roll that's just like really beautiful Courtney will you just um follow us around with camera and vlog for us <laughs> she's like absolutely not <laughs> the way Courtney's like I'm so tired of you two dumbasses she's like I move squad not back again um no okay so we did have someone ask uh that kind of feeds into that about first impressions. And I was just thinking about how um, you and I, whenever I met you and whenever we became best friends, then people would always like, oh, Anna Grace, like I want to meet her or whatever they would say in general, just like I, you have, when we were freshly new friends mm-hmm. slash if someone from like my back home, like squad hadn't met you yet because they didn't live in Nashville. They'd be like, what is it like being friends with her? And I'm like, you guys don't understand. She's the most calming <laughs> presence. Like you give this like space bum a thousand necklaces. Although I'm giving Anna Grace this charm necklace today. <laughs> like, like bright colors, wavy hair. You're like larger than life, like personality and just aura. But like when you meet you in person, she, you feel like you just like walked into like a like warm, like hug from your meemaw. <laughs> like, and I know that's cause you're like 800 years old in your soul, but like, it's True. crazy. You are just a calming, like everything else about you. Like, like it's the age old don't judge a book by its cover but like you genuinely are just like such a calming grounding force to be around i that and that always is the best compliment because i love when people are like oh my gosh she's wow she's crazy she's got chaotic i did have like a chaotic era where like i leaned into that like that was fun (laughs) that was fun it was fun it was all fun but like the other day i recorded a podcast with a girl who's a reiki master who like very in tune with energy and she like you explain what reiki is sorry Reiki is like a, it's like a very hands-on, you're basically like moving like white life force, God energy through the body with your hands. You're like allowing, um, you're like channeling like angelic energy, healing energy. Do you know what I thought it was? What? I thought it was those little things, those kits that people have in their desks with the sand and the bonsai tree and they rake it to like, um, calm them down. I'm like, it's I a, thought that was Ricky. It's a calming bonsai tree. Sand Do you pit. know what I'm talking about? People that have those in on their desk. Oh yeah, and they just oh, rake yeah. and they move the rocks, and it's supposed to be calming. I'm like, ah, oh, they're performing Reiki. <laughs> Shannon's like, I know how to do Reiki. This morning, I'm like, I, I could do Reiki. This morning, I told her, I was like, yeah, I was like doing a little Reiki. And then she was like, wait, what is that? The, is that the tapping thing too? I'm like, bitch, you were so confused. Yeah, I was off. I'm, I've been off. You were. It's okay. But she's a Reiki master. I've never been technically trained in Reiki, but I just uh-huh. kind of like intuitively know how to do it. Yeah. If a client sits in front of me and like needs something, I just kind of like know what to do. I told Anna Grace earlier, huh? Sorry to interrupt. I told Anna Grace earlier that she, I'm convinced like when it matters or when she, it's like time and you're on, you can do anything. Like it just comes to you. Like that's your gift. Like you're like, oh, I don't know technically how to do Reiki, but it literally just came to me and I performed it seamlessly. Oh, hair flip. But like if you were on stage, like at a Blink-182 concert and they were like, Anna Grace, get on stage. And you were like sitting in front of Travis uh, Barker's drum set. You'd be like, uh, <laughs> like you would just like know what to do. And I'd be like, how the fuck did she do that? And you'd be like, I don't know. It just like came to me. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the fuck? Like it really does. And the way that I have like just an absolute delusional level of confidence <laughs> that it would, that I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that, that feels right. I'd figure it out. You would. I always said that. I'm like, one thing about me, I'll land on my feet. Shannon and I, we've always joked. We're like, if any people are always like, what happens if things go south with Instagram or it crashes, whatever. I'm like, listen, we're cats. We are cats. You can't kill me. <laughs> you can't kill us. And we gonna land on our feet, baby. I will land on my feet. I'm like, everything's always working out. It is. But anyways, I was sitting in front of the Reiki master mm-hmm. who's someone that like is highly attuned to energy. Right. And she was like, oh my God. I was like, what? She's like, my entire body just getting on the Zoom call with you just like completely grounded. I feel so calm. I was like, wow. Wow. I was like me just like blinking and existing. I was like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you 
you're like, wow, cool. <laughs> Anyways. I know. Talking point number one. Yeah. But wow. I, yesterday I did he- apparently heal Courtney from her two week long vertigo. So. Oh, we just had Courtney in the podcast. She was the episode before you. I know. I'm like, unfortunately, I wish her testimony was more powerful because she cried. <laughs> but I really did. I just did like a few minutes of Reiki. had grounded her and she had vertigo for two weeks. And then she cried. And she was like, it's gone. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, wow. I was like, maybe I should start doing this like more. I don't offer it to the public, but maybe I should. Maybe you should. Honestly, <laughs> sign up here today. I've been trying to get. Probably a podcast only going to take 10%. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll let, we can share. These are your, these are your people. Your I'm customers. Chris Jenner. I'm like, um, okay, 10%. Not my mom called me the other day being like, you know, Chris Jenner came out with a master class. You should take it. I'm like, mom mom i'm like that is not someone else just made that and put stuck chris jenner in there to smile and wave smile and wave 100 honestly and i've I'm seen like, also they'd be making a sex tape all kinds of things to blow up yeah i saw that uh caitlin jenner that she was coming out with like a tell-all about how like kim kardashian manipulated her rise to fame and stardom from the moment she started i was like is this a tell-all like we know we know we hey we know that we know me has manipulated everyone into following me like i because why i want to be famous and make money but me i actually if i had money i wouldn't want to be famous i don't care about being famous as much as i just want to make money but like i'm like wait who who doesn't already know that and they're like caitlin jenner spills all i'm like no she doesn't we know also i feel like don't you i, don't, I feel like they all just like they they meet once a month all of them yeah at a table they're like what are we gonna stir up yeah and they say what are we gonna serve like the way that i'm like this just can't even be real because i'm sure caitlin jenner has signed so many documents in that divorce yeah yeah a word could never be spoken uh, so true them. you know what i mean so true but but if they're like well let's see things are getting a little stale a little quiet a little quiet around these parts let's drop a tell-all <laughs> yeah, they're real. like plot twist kim kardashian wanted to be famous we're like we fucking know no. yeah <laughs> we know anyways my house is quite literally a revolving door it's fine we got contractors we got i love the it. bathroom going it's it's dusty shannon did just text me last week though and she said listen we have all met as a community and we have decided that our long-term plan is that we will relocate the compound to florida we will i really could live in florida courtney will you come She's not sure. She's a baby. Courtney's got, a baby. We got a hard maybe out of producer Courtney coming it's okay. to Florida. You know, the direct flight from Nashville to Jacksonville, it's easy breezy, beautiful. Seamless. And you also like lose an hour, so it's you time travel. Yeah, I will think I would miss seasons. Is it not, is it not, do you not really get fall in Florida? It's kind of hot. No, but it's like, it's breezy and it's just lovely. If you were by the water, it's always breezy. I am right on the water. So people that live like in Orlando or landlocked are probably like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Did you ever, I don't know why this random thought just popped in my head. I should wait till uh, Taylor's on the podcast, not to defend herself, but to be a part of the story. But um, <laughs> she just, you know, we just said easy breezy, like easy breezy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Yeah. Well, there's a sorority that's called the Alpha Gams and there are the squirrels. And yeah. so they say stuff like easy, breezy, beautiful cover squirrel. And like, <laughs> but like Taylor said that when she was in college and she had Twitter, remember when we were just like absolutely wild as fuck on Twitter? What is this fruit flying here? I literally deleted uh, my Twitter. I think I deleted mine too. For that exact reason. I'm like, there's just absolutely no telling. What there's literally no reason for this to be here. There were so many brunettes and like weird things. Yeah, I was else. always just like quoting any like song lyric that I thought applied to my life at, at, ever. And I was just so lame. I'd be like, cause you know, it's like Shannon is. And I'd be like doing her homework. And I'm like, what? what anyways taylor said that she saw a dead squirrel on the side of the road and took a picture of it and said look a dead alpha gam and i was like oh my god did you get in trouble for that she's like no <laughs> the way times have changed i know it's I'm like, so funny that would be like they're like this is a death threat this is a death threat to the sorority <laughs> she'd be like shut the fuck up um anyways i don't know why that just popped in my head but that's really funny 
all right, we got house renovations. We got trips coming up. I got live shows. I have been on the go, 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 baby. And I have simply just not had time to cook, okay? Thank God for James. He's cooking sometimes. But also, I'm just that girl that doesn't have time but insists that she eats amazingly delicious food that tastes homemade. I know, I'm a burden to myself. So I've been using Factor to get fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals delivered right to my door. And I mean legit in less than two minutes. They're heated up and they are ready to devour. Here's the thing too. Honestly, no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. They've got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. And for a bulking season, baby, Factor also has protein plus meals on the menu each week. And those are obviously James' favorites, okay? He loves protein. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long because you're eating good, clean, healthy food. And not only is Factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, it's restaurant quality. One of my favorite things about Factor's chef-prepared meals is that they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like there's a photo and a little bio about them on the packaging. It's just so cool. It makes you feel like the chef just popped into your house to make the meal. I love it. Also, they've got great add-ons for snacks like quick bites, smoothies, juices, and a ton more. You can add protein to a vegan or veggie dish. If you're feeling crazy, you want to switch it up. Whatever you want to do, the options are endless. Factor's just making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less. Also, they have some seriously good breakfast options too. And you know I hooked it up with a discount code for you guys. So head to factormeals.com slash probably 50 and use code probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code probably 50 at factormeals.com slash probably 50 to get 50% off your first box. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. There were a lot of great taglines out there. There really were a lot of really good beauty content that now looking back, I'm like, was any of it real? They're like wearing a fake eyelash and we're like, look at that mascara. hundred percent. I'm like, I've got to have the telescopic mascara. Honestly, I'm wearing it right now. Are you? Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. We are the consumers. Well, I saw Kelly Ann post about it the other day and anything she says I end up doing, even if it's an ad, I'm like, whatever. It looks, I know. It, her face just looks incredible. I try to remind myself of that when I see beauty gurus. Uh, we love makeup by Kelly Ann. She's been on the podcast before. And um, I, I try to remind myself like, oh my God, I love that. What she posted about, I got to buy it. And then I'm like, I scroll to see if it says hashtag ad or hashtag like first aid partner or like whatever. And then I'm like, oh, so. And then I'm like, look, like you said, I'm looking at her face. I'm like, no. This has got to, she's got to believe in this. One, I would assume she wouldn't like post about a product she really hated. And right. two, I'm like, I'm, I'm sold. I'm, it just looks so great on you. It looks incredible. Same with our friend Beck, made by Beck. She does stuff all the time that I'm like, okay, what's every product in that entire tutorial? I, know. I just posted this. I I ran out of all my makeup at the same time, which I don't know if I made this up. Have you heard this before? You know, I do be lying, but like I, I heard in my brain, again, I kind of made it up that if you run out of all your makeup at the same time, that's a good sign because it means you're like using your makeup, like, con- like equally, equally and consistently versus one more I've than the other. I've never heard that, but I believe it. I think I made it up. I don't think it's a thing at all. Literally ever. I'll have to Google it. I'll have to fact check myself. But, um, Anyways, I ran out of all my makeup at one time and I thought to myself, that is so inconvenient that I have to now place a $468 Sephora order. Like I, like I love my stuff. Like I'm a redhead who gets a spray tan. I've got real interesting like skin tones going on because of those two things married together. But I've just like, I'm real particular about my makeup products and I've used the same ones for so long because they just work. And once I like something, I just, I I Commit. commit to the bit and I live, die and breathe by it. But I'm like, damn. This shit is so expensive and I get it. It goes on our face, but like, fuck, I got to figure out some beauty hall, like drugstore dupes. Uh, I know, but what if you find something that works and it works? Yeah, you because could. I switched makeup too much and then my face started breaking out. And then I was like, because I was getting PR packages. I was like, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right. And I was just trying random stuff. And your skin was like, ah, what? Ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, ah. my skin was like, poof, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop that. And then, yeah. So if, if something works for you, just. Yeah, true. 
True. Okay. Um, I'm going to come in hot with some questions for okay. the people. First of all, what's new with you? Um, well, I've been in, Fl- I mean, not Florida, Nashville for this previous uh, week. Did oh, I- yeah. I'm a beekeeper. <gasps> Let's talk about <laughs> I'm a certified bees. beekeeper. <laughs> we, so she did this event. I wanted to go so bad, but it was a retreat for your agency. Uh-huh. Um, I'm outside of the agency. I should have just been like, can I come? <laughs> Shannon really was like, can I come? I was like, you're technically, you're not on the talent roster and there's definitely not space for you, but you can stay in my room. <laughs> but you can stay in my room and come with me. I'm like me. All of a sudden I like come on the talent show. I'm like, I can prove myself. I can be part of this. <laughs> but I, I saw that you guys did this like really cool. It was like a honey tasting. They had like a honey sommelier and did like beekeeper shit where they put on actual beekeeper uniforms, got like smoked out with a little thing and then went into the hives tell me about it oh my gosh okay so i did not know this which a couple fun facts for you guys i told shane i have like a new bee passion and she's also really sharing the mission so we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that part because i'm locked in (laughs) so so essentially my um managers are the best and they were like several of the girls aren't drinking and like some are breastfeeding and you know you know just it's a it's all women so we've all got girls be girling girls be girling okay we got things going on we got babies cooking in the oven all kinds of stuff so they were like instead of doing a wine tasting we're gonna do a honey tasting and i was like oh love because obviously i don't drink either so also, I would love to do a honey tasting, and I love alcohol and drink all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> and I would love to go to a honey tasting. Well, and they were like, we just didn't want to do the like Bachelorette National thing because yeah. like it's it's we've we've all done it. Yeah, we've totally. lived here, we've done it, and this is like a brand new place, y'all. This is not an ad, I'm not affiliated, but it's called South Hall Farm. It just opened. Yeah, I want to go. It's in Franklin or Leapers Fork. Leapers Fork. Yeah, Leapers Fork. Um, which is me. like a really cute farm town right outside of Franklin. Yeah, never knows where anything is, but it's it's close to around here. Um, so anyways, we they're like you how do you feel Anna Grace about putting on a beekeeper suit? I'm like a beekeeper suit is the content that I absolutely live and dream by. I will just, I will wear it all day if you want me to. Also kind of look like something that you already like would have put on. It was kind of like a sleigh. It was kind of a major sleigh. <laughs> really I'm was. Like, I'll create a bee highlight so you guys can like go back and see it. If you I'm like, because it, it was, it was a fit. But I have a bee tattoo. Oh my gosh, you do. See, that's why I was like, Shane, you're going to love the bees. Okay. Well, this is what I learned about bees. Bees are very, very, very like spiritually in tune creatures, which I can't believe I didn't know, but I didn't know. Similar to horses and they can like sense energy, read energy. And also they vibrate at a certain frequency that's like healing. So it's so heals sad that people. we just smack them with hats when they're at the pool or something. Oh my gosh. No, I know. I have like a new, I mean, I am. We'd be like, no, I am now truly, I am a self-appointed bee advocate. Yeah, same. So, so before we get in, they like circled all of us influencer girly pops all around the hives on the outskirts. And we had to like basically kind of like bow and meditate for like a full minute. And the bees come out of the hives and they swarm us all around us. Cause a couple of the girls were nervous, but I was me. I of course had to go. I was like the one that went in first. Cause everyone's like, Anna Grace, you're going to communicate with the bees. I was like, listen guys, all you've got to do is just close your eyes and telepathically tell the bees. I love you. And you're safe with me. That's what I do with horses too. And the snake member. That's what you did with the snake. You were like, I have to talk to him first and let him know that we're in this together. And listen, I am reincarnating a Britney Spears outfit <laughs> from her performance at the VMAs, but like spiritually, I'm not here to hurt him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like, you got to bow. I surrender. I let the animal know that I'm not going to hurt them. Yeah. It's, it's a good practice. Yeah. You do this with dog too. You know, whatever dogs and babies, they do be loving me. It's True. They understand the telepathic waves. True. So uh, I told everyone to do that with the bees. We all walk in we like, we bow to the bees. They're like buzzing. They fly out. They swarm us. And it was kind of <gasps> crazy. That's intense. They, they like you, obviously you have a veil over your face. Like I never felt in danger at all. And the people were like, these were not just like beekeepers. These were like, 
this guy's a honey sommelier. There's only like three in the United States. This chick has a master's in honey beehives, like it from Georgia. Like I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's a thing. Like, I'm going like, next week. They were like very, very impressive and very educated people, and like did all the safety precautions. Blah blah blah. So I knew I was like not worried. Yeah, you were good. But it was still a moment where there was like bees literally in my ear that and buzz, eyeballs. Like, yeah, and like they're a- like on my veil that I was like, well, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> there's kind of a lot of bees because there's like two thousand in a drawer. There's like a fuck ton of bees. Like wow. I swear there was like a million out there just in the hive. Like it was like some astronomical I I don't know if it's a million, but it wow. was a it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot yeah, of bees. Yeah, yeah. So they all as soon as they sensed our presence, they all came out because they're like they're very like energetically like in tune creatures, which I was like cool. So they like swarm us, they like circle us, do do the whole thing, and then the moment they kind of settled, they go back into their hive. And wow. then they like pull out the drawers and they're like, who wants to hold a drawer of 2000 bees? And like, we just took our gloves off and held them and you got to like stick your finger in there and try the honey. And like, there's literally like bees all around it. You're just what? like, and they're like not in, in trying to sting you. Cause they know that you mean, yeah, like- we've like, we passed the vibe check. We like kind of bowed to them and let them know, you know, we were, we were here. And the guy that was in charge, the head beekeeper and the honey sommelier, he was originally a firefighter who he said he experienced some like really traumatic stuff and could no longer be a firefighter. And he, but he said he always loved to help people. And he heard that the bees were in need. And so he wanted to help bees. And he talks about how it's like. Melt my heart. I know. He's like dedicated his life to bees and um, how it's like the most therapeutic healing thing he's ever done. And bees like really are healers. And I just never do any of that. Oh my God. Okay. This is like such a dumb question when you just said all that really sweet spiritual stuff. But like did someone in the crowd, because I would have and then everyone would have been like, oh, Shannon, like come on. (laughs) Like they're talking about all this really sweet spiritual stuff. And you're like, so how often do they get stung? Do they say ever? I actually, I didn't ask, but no, it did not seem like they ever have been talking. The guy pulls out one of the bees. He's like, this is Harold. And it's like a little bee. And he gives gives the bee a little tiny cork, like a little tiny cork. And he puts it on the bee and the bee starts juggling the cork. You're, you're, you're lying. I swear to God. You're lying. I swear on my life. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. I swear there was like 15 people. I'm not lying. You're lying. I might have a video. Harold, the bee started juggling a cork. You're fucking lying. (laughs) It, you you know we don't have to like make up shit for the podcast. If you are you serious? I swear to God, I got it. I gotta I gotta Google. It. I swear I, they're out there with the bees every single day. He gives them a little cork and he just starts going like this and juggles it like a little hamster on a wheel. I bees s- juggling. There are so many videos. <laughs> I swear the bees were juggling the cork. It was Harold. I don't know how he knew which one was Harold. No, that's where I was like, is he yanking my chain right now? Could he possibly know which bee it is out of all the thousands of bees? But. He did, and he was he was juggling a little cork. So that being said, they're very very familiar with these beekeepers. <laughs> so I'm shook to my core. I wonder if that could be so much harder to train a bee than it would an elephant. No, because you know what I mean. They're basically one. So all the bees have a specific role, and that's like their role for life. Juggling. Also, like he was like, yeah, you know, the queen bee mates with forty mates a day, and then like massacres them and splits them in half in the air. I was like, damn, bitch. Why did she kill him? She's killing bees. <laughs> she's not a bee advocate. I don't know if she kills all 40 of them, but the queen bee definitely like kills them when she's done with which, her, this specific mate. Been there. Been there. <laughs> she said she kills them off. We are recovering act murderers, but she is not. She says bye. I know you guys are tired of me talking about it, but the bathroom renovation literally took years off my life and the kitchen is next and I am trying desperately to save money where I can because there are a lot of outgoings right now and I'm trying to be better about it. But the cold hard facts are that I'm simply always going to have to buy certain things, right? Like I'm going to have to buy food, things for my new house and just straight up everyday items like deodorant, toothpaste, right? I'm not trying to have stinky breath. I'm not trying to be a smelly girl. 
I got to get these things. Also, maybe a little treat for myself every once in a while. Okay, so sue me. But the trick that I've been using lately is Ibotta because you get cash back on all of these things that you were already going to buy anyways. It's like free money. And with inflation right now, I think we can all agree that something as simple as uploading your receipt when you get back home from a shopping trip is an easy enough task when doing that means that you're going to get money to spend to use towards something fun. Okay, the average Ibotta user gets up to $120 a year in just straight up cash back from shopping. That is a flight somewhere, okay? That's a fancy steak dinner that you're not going to feel guilty about splurging on and just so many more. It's so easy. And that's the thing about Ibotta. They give you real cash, not all those point situations that all these other apps do, real money, the green stuff with the founding fathers on it, the stuff we know and love. You can put it right in your piggy bank, your bank account, PayPal, gift cards, whatever, but it's money, not points. Places that I love to use Ibotta the most is Sephora, Gotta have a makeup, gotta beat this face, and then Lowe's for my house stuff, Best Buy for my business expenses, and so much more. So do yourself a favor, download the Ibotta app now and use code probably to start earning real cash back. Just go to the app store or Google play store and download the free Ibotta app and use code probably that's I B O T T A in the Google play or app store and use code probably. Yeah, but he was saying that, that I guess this past year, 40% of the bees in the state of Tennessee were lost, but they only lost 5% at South Hall Farm because they're like really like taking care of them. And that's where I was like so sad because I was the like- The 5% is from the queen bee. She's fucking killing off the 5%. She, she'd be fucking in the slaying. No. Oh my God. That, that's actually, that's just like how it works. But they're very sophisticated. They have like a lot of systems. They're like highly structured and- um, like they said, they got to keep the hive warm so that the new bees will hatch. But in the, in the winter, we were like, how do they keep it warm? And they said they like all link together and like gyrate, and like vibrate and like warm. The- <laughs> oh my God. We, we all do that in December at Tin Roof <laughs> in the green room. <laughs> we all just link together and we all just, just fucking gyrate. gyrate. Yeah. I was like, bees are fucking cool. And, and then that's when I started getting really emotional. Cause I was like, dude, without bees, like we're fucked. Did he go down a list of things you, we need bees for? Um, well, I mean, a, a lot of, did you, you told me that you went let to, me, yeah. let me walk you down my bee journey and how okay. I became a um, self-proclaimed bee advocate. Okay. I was just, just pushing my little cart down Trader Joe's one day. This is years ago. This is like four years ago in East Nashville, classic East Nashville would do some shit like this. Um, it's like a very hipster part of town. It's like the Brooklyn of Nashville. And so we are pushing my little cart down and I see the signs and it's like it's well when you walk in there was like a display of like a beehive and honey that you could buy but there was like a message on there that said like save the bees like we are losing rapidly losing bees per year it gave all the percentage and stats in my head i was like i don't fucking care and then it was like um throughout the store you will notice today it, it said like a percentage of stuff that would be gone without bees i still was like numbers 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 don't care don't care don't care this is a finance podcast but i don't care <laughs> um but i was like okay and then it was like throughout the store you will see I, I really only read this because i was just grabbing a jar of honey because i do believe the whole thing about like if you if you eat honey that is like from your actual area oh, yeah. pollinated in your area it helps a lot with sinuses and stuff honey is truly a natural antibiotic like i use it for so many things yeah but it's got to be the honey from your area it can't be from like california like it's got to be pollen from your place so anyways i was i did know that so i was grabbing it and i was just reading it and it was basically like throughout the store you will see notations on any single fruit vegetable or product that would no longer exist with literally is is now at risk of never being a thing again which also can't be true because like we have science and they put so much shit and everything but it was all (laughs) the stuff that is at risk of going away if the bees go away 
And I'm like going down the aisle. It's like broccoli. It, it is on every fruit fucking fruit and vegetable. I was like, they literally should have just said it's every fruit and vegetable because it was so watermelon. many things. Yeah, watermelon. Like so many things that I was like, oh my God. By the time I was in shopping, I was like, we've got to save these bees. Anyways, I left there. I went to the tattoo parlor. I got a bee tattoo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I literally was like, <laughs> no, my, my grandpa, my papa that passed away. So my Mimi, she had her and I's thing is the pretzel. So I like mm-hmm. have a little pretzel tattoo and obviously my pretzel ring, but my papa, when he passed away, um, he built his own boat and sailed around in it. And it was called the honeybee. And we have all these pictures and memories, Aww. me and my sister and brother. Um, and obviously my mom and dad went to, um, Florida, but they lived there for a long time. His, my mom on him. And, uh, we had Christmas on the honeybee one day, one, one year. Yeah, it was really sweet. So that is so sweet. It was called Honeybee, so I got a honeybee tattoo for him. But also, I do be loving the bees. We I do love the bees. Protect the bees. This is a, this is a bee podcast. Yeah, now. welcome. You didn't know we were talking about bees today, but bees are so important because without them, our, I'm pretty sure like our, our entire world would collapse. I agree. Um, you know what would not collapse our entire world if we didn't have them anymore? What mosquitoes? I was just about to say that. This isn't like that's so. So Austin calls me. He's like, "Oh, hey, how was the bee thing?" And I'm like, "Listen." <laughs> the bees were working so hard to produce honey for us. I'm like, we don't care about the bees. Does anyone appreciate it? They don't say thank you. The bees are just out here working. Harold's juggling. The queen is fucking. And we are doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. Listen, Harold's juggling. The queen bee's fucking. And we don't even say thank you. That is so fucking funny. I was truly upset. Like I was, I was like really upset. And then afterwards we did a honey tasting, which was delightful, delightful delicious it was like so luxe but i was like what about all the extra honey the bees worked so hard for the honey and the head chef you was- just go around to the table you're just like yoking the extra honey you're like everyone drink this honey yeah i literally like and the head chef who was like he literally could tell i was actually like genuinely i was really kind of harassing them. i'm like we we really need to do some of this honey we could distill it down we could can we put it back into the earth like what can we do with it and he's like listen the bees work really hard to make the honey and like this is a celebration they're gonna make it regardless <laughs> but he was like but you always do want to support your local like if you could go to a farmer's market to get local honey because those, Anna Grace is like what can we do those beekeepers are like they're actually like tending to the bees and taking care of them and like creating pollination stations like that's a big thing like in your yard if you could like you know put a couple flowers somewhere for the bees to land and that way we don't just like have perfectly manicured pesticide grass there's yeah. nowhere for the bees to land so. we were driving around today as we do together because our favorite thing to do is drive around and do nothing together um yep. and we were going to get coffee and I passed this it's I always pass it on my way back home from Starbucks to my house it's this gorgeous field area that someone has in their yard. We're obviously like in farmland around here in Franklin. And instead of like a lot of people grow their own fruit and vegetables around here, but this person has this just straight up gorgeous field full of different kinds of flowers. And I told Anna Grace, I was like, see, everyone talks about Taylor and Mike and everyone. And James, of course, are always like, I want to grow our own fruits and vegetables with no, um, you know, and like whatever pesticides. stuff, not pesticides, but like all the stuff that's pumped into them, steroids and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think essentially you do have to have some sort of pesticides, like some sort of something to keep bugs away or all your crops will get eaten. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's safer natural ones. But anyways, I was like, I want a flower garden so I can go out and pick all the pretty flowers. Anna Grace looks at me dead ass. She goes, now that's a pollination station. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> ah, a pollination I station. I was like, Shannon, you're, I like where your head's at. You're supporting the bees. The bees. Guys, I know. it really is a movement though. And I pray for your local bees. Yeah, we got, uh, yeah, look out for your local bees, okay? Okay, I keep telling you guys that I'm going to do a packing masterclass. I need to just buckle down and do it because you guys would be uh, so grateful if I did that because I am the queen of packing. I should win an award. I get a plaque. Like we should put it somewhere. I should put it in my bio on Instagram. I don't know. I just know that I am the queen of packing and you guys all agree. But here's the thing. 
Here is the thing. Packing starts with good luggage. It has got to be legit, all right? It's the blueprint of packing. And listen, I've tried them all. I've tried them all so that you don't have to. And bar none, the best luggage on the market is base. The way this luggage will solve all your problems is actually insane. Beginning with my personal favorite aspect, the overweight indicator. Because ain't nobody trying to have all their luggage spread out for the world to see at the Delta counter while you try to remove a pair of shoes, a curling iron, and two pill bottles, all while your thongs are flying out the side because your bag was four and a half pounds overweight. And the lady at the counter convinced you to open it up in front of everyone for the world to see. Well, not anymore because base luggage has this little red dot on the side that will come up if your luggage is overweight. It is iconic. It's also got this like stress ball squishy cushion thing on the underside of the handle for comfort. While you pull it, it glides like a dream because there's nothing worse than a suitcase that just don't roll right. I also have two of their weekender bags. I've given one as a gift before actually too because they are just iconic. It slides right over your suitcase. It sits right on top of it. It's got so many amazing interior pockets and my favorite thing, this genius underneath zipper compartment thing for shoes. It saves so much space. You never realize how much space shoes take up until you experience this little compartment. It's the best thing ever. Truly, they thought of everything. And functionality aside, it's just chef's kiss on the aesthetic side of things. Like it is so chic, so trendy. It's always the vibe to look that way when you're traveling anyways. I will simply never use anything but base. All right. And right now base is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash probably just go to basetravel.com slash probably for 15% off your first purchase. That is B E I S travel.com slash probably. All right, so I had some questions come in. Drips, yep. drips and drabs, as James would say. I always like to pick up these little um, sayings that they have uh, in London. And something he says a lot is like, drips and drabs. Like drips little... Little tits and tats. Yeah, like little like bits and... Oh, he say drips and drabs and bits and bobs. He'll be like... Um, that sounds like... Oh, I'm about to say bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. Like, oh, we'll just go get some bits and bobs from the grocery store. Or like, it came in, like the line came in. and dri- Like he was like... I remember he was asking about our meet and greet. And he was like, how was the meet and greet? And I was like, oh, it's good. He's like, did everyone come up show up at once or did it come in and drips and drabs and i was like came in and drips and drabs babe <laughs> it's just so funny drips and drabs bits and bops i'm gonna say that drips and drabs bits and bops. okay so we had questions come in mm-hmm. drips and drabs and uh someone wants to know what would your advice this is like an ask ag column always oh, because i always ask you everything um <laughs> one would actually probably be better to kind of go off of what we were just talking about with honey but talk about your castor castor oil journey because oh okay the only thing i know about castor oil is when taylor gave birth to her very first baby walker she took a shot of castor oil and it put her into labor and mike did it too to like be one with her and then he just had explosive diarrhea for like she was like yeah we were in the hospital i was in labor and he was just blowing up the bathroom <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> mike said i'm with you baby i'm, gonna, then, do this I'm gonna do this with you and then she found out afterwards that you should absolutely not do that and it's not recommended at all by your doctor to put yourself into labor so she doesn't do that anymore well i actually wouldn't recommend typically ingesting it unless it was like some situation situation like that but then I hear a lot of people like used to their grandma used to make them so I mean it, it's fine it's not gonna like kill you but just for you guys clearly listening. not but however I have recently gone on I got on castor oil TikTok like two or three months ago right as one does as one does you know it's just and it was like it was like back to back to back videos of bitches just rubbing castor oil on their face and in their belly buttons and I was like hold up why what's, are they putting it in their belly button? What's going on with the belly button? I needed to know. Exactly. And so I've been doing, like, I've been on a whole skin hormonal acne journey, getting my IUD out, going to acupuncture. My acupuncturist was always telling me to do castor oil packs, which if you guys are out there. What's trying, a pack? It's where you, like, basically, like, wrap some type of um, cloth. A lot of people say, like, wool is a good 
Um, but now they make these like legit packs you can just buy on Amazon. It's like a castor oil wrap and you put poor castor oil on the wrap and then wrap it around your belly and it like really? detoxes. Yep. So it like helps with like any hormonal imbalances or like if any digestion issues, like anything in the gut. Does it make you just go to the bathroom? No, but well, yes, but then you get used to it. Got it. Like it, it does like it, an iced coffee in the morning. You just get used to it. Yeah. You just like, you just brace yourself. <laughs> I'm just like, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta blast. <clears throat> so. I'm seeing all these people putting castor oil just like in every orifice. I, I saw this woman. She's like, I put it on my boobs for healthy brush tissue. Like everything people are saying, castor oil. My mom went to the doctor and had a mole in her face. And the dermatologist was like, put castor oil on it. What? I was like, dude, this is everywhere. So I recently decided I wanted to stop getting Botox. You know, we're all like, we're all exploring our Botox journey. And for- Are we? <laughs> are we? <laughs> Me, I'm like, four more units, please. <laughs> well, I No, just, I know what you're saying. I've, I've seen a lot of people trying to find alternatives. I mean, look at people like it was just, J-Lo, like, no, says she's never had it. I like, I'm kind of inclined to believe her. I she know. says she just puts, like, oil on her face. That's just like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I do believe it now because, well, I was just getting Botox just because I always had resting forehead lines. And then I just, it was changing my face shape too much. Like, my face was looking different. And that's why I was like. You're having issues with your eyebrows pulling too, weren't you? Yeah. Like, my face was just not taking well to it. Right. And every time I would go see people, they're just like, yeah, I don't know. I think this is like your face. I was like. <laughs> they're like, sorry, this is just you. So, essentially, the castor oil and the belly button is kind of like a lazy girl castor oil pack you can like buy the wrap and you can do it if you need it you know always do your own research but also barbara o'neill she's like the face of castor oil okay tiktok so check her out but if you think about it the belly button is like our life force cord when we're in our mom's tummy yeah and so if you if you put castor oil in the belly button they say it's connected to like seventy-two thousand like veins and arteries and all the things and it really starts like detoxing your body from the inside out oh my gosh so i was struggling so much with my skin i was like i'll fucking do anything so i started putting castor oil in my belly button worked not only did it work, but like it, like it changed the way I slept. It changed my periods. It changed everything. Like my gut clear, like digestion issues. I was like, hold up. So I, I put castor oil on my belly button every single night, except for when you're on your period. So you girl, don't do it while you're on your period. Why is that? Your body's like already naturally shedding and releasing. And you just kind of like, like, let Let's, it do its thing. Let it do its thing. Also, my acupuncturist just told me that. And I said, okay, yes, ma'am. You said, yes, ma'am. Sergeant, ma'am. But now our nighttime routine, I laugh so hard because also it's like, are you going to put the oil in my belly button? I'm like, dude, if anybody fucking was observing what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> like our routine he, every single night i put a little bonnet on him he lays Not in the bed. bonnet yeah he's like i gotta put my bonnet on i'm like it's a makeup wrap but whatever he calls it a bonnet <laughs> so he puts a little bonnet on he gets into bed I, yours kind of looks like a bonnet it's got like ears on it or something <laughs> it's like it looks like disney ears i know i love it so much i've had it for years and every time i wear it it's like i hate it and i'm like i love <laughs> I it. take it off <laughs> i'm like i love it so i i he lays in bed i straddle him not in a sexual way but in truly for applying things yeah beauty I'm, applications yeah and so i'm on top of him and i put castor oil on my face everywhere like, is it dark and it's thick the or final what final step everyone always asks what le- step it's the final step seal it in final step of your whatever routine, routine you do um but everyone said castor oil gets rid of wrinkles like you won't need botox if you use castor oil and i'll tell you right now you do not look like you need botox at all right dude, now my face is like every single it's like it's getting my skin is aging in reverse fit by kiki when yeah. i saw her she was like when i saw you at my wedding i could kind of tell you weren't getting botox but she's like when i saw you this time i thought you had gotten it. you just didn't want to tell anyone I was yes like, no yeah you were like i'm oil. not getting botox and i was like yes you are yeah no wow. i got it over a year it's the castor oil Put it on your face, ladies. Okay. But you got to get like an organic hexane for you. Like do your research and da 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 But okay. um, I put it on Austin's face, whole entire face and belly button and my belly button every single night. That's our nighttime routine. That's the tea. But what, what, what kind did you just say? So we can, so people aren't just like getting shit casserole? Um, organic 
and hexane free hexane free yeah yeah and like you can find it all look it up on tiktok people okay. are there's like a whole castor oil club and the comments are like 90,000 comments of people who are just like castor oil stands. I'm like, who wow. is representing castor oil because yeah. their PR team is slang. You're cr- it's fucking Christian or they went to the masterclass. Yeah. They, they went to the Christian or masterclass. <laughs> they took the masterclass. Mom was like, I think it's only $10 a month. I'm like, mom, who the hell wrote that masterclass? I know it wasn't Christian. <laughs> I'll go with All right. So James calls me a camel and he's not wrong because like straight up, I don't love drinking water. So when I do drink water, I need it to really count. All right. I need it to really make sense. One thing about me that you guys already know is I am the consumer. So Element, let's talk about it. They are legit the queen of electrolyte replenishment. It is spelled like L-M-N-T. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You've probably seen it before. I got turned on to them by none other than Taylor because she was obsessed with them during her pregnancy. But then James became their biggest fan. So it's literally just like all over the house, all over my neighbor's house. Like it's just everywhere. Okay. But the biggest thing that sets them apart from other electrolyte drink mixes, there's absolutely no sugar, zero, just salt to replace all that lost sodium. Okay. And there's no artificial ingredients, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten. You already know what I'm about to say. Just no BS baby. The reason it's so important by the way, to have electrolytes in our system is because they facilitate so many different functions in our body. Things I didn't even know about really. They conductive of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption and fluid balance. And now I'm no scientist and all those things sound way above my pay grade, but let me tell you something. I know they're important. I personally love chugging some element mix in my water before and after I drink wine. It's just always have me, helped me not have a headache the next day. I feel like because when you're drinking, you need to stay extra hydrated. So that's great for me. Also, it helps with sleeplessness. So I love that. James is obsessed with Element after his workouts because when you sweat, you are losing electrolytes and it is the loss of sodium. So we got to replace all that so we don't get cramps, fatigue, and all those other annoying things that come with working out. Now, everyone... Everyone and their mom is using Element, by the way. So jump on the train, okay? We got pro athletes using it, Olympic athletes using it, even Navy SEALs drink it. So you know, it's the good stuff. And right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That is eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. That's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash probably. And the deal's only available by my link, by the way, okay? So you gotta go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash probably. And also, Element offers no questions asked refunds, so try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, just share it with one of your salty friends, and they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have literally got nothing to lose. So head to drinkelement.com slash probably. Speaking of straddling, someone asked in our questions that came in in drips and drabs, um, how do I handle some, they they said they're, I don't have it written down, but I'm just going to try to remember it from memory. They said they were in a long-term relationship and they were very in love, but their sex was vanilla and they were bored with their sexual relationship with their partner. And I was like, why do I just feel like, wait, wait, they're, wait, wait, so they're, you're currently in a relationship or this is a past relationship? They're currently in a relationship. I could pull it up. Let me just read it. What to do when you're bored with your sexual relationship with your partner? I love him, but it's just so vanilla. Oh, okay. This is, I like this question. Why do I feel like Anna Grace can answer this question? Okay. Yeah, I got this. So, well, first of all, I recorded a podcast with a sex, I have brought on some sex, sex experts, sex experts, sex experts. I should bring on a sex expert. You should. I wish I could get the queen bee on. Oh yeah. Speaking of bees, she's a sex bird. We need some sex experts. Um, you definitely do. I I love a sex bird because I'm like, 
I'm a fucking weirdo and I'm obsessed with sex and not in like a way that I'm like constantly like having sex every day because that's not my that's not my that's not my bag but I just love to talk about it I love to know what people's thoughts are on it I love yeah. to know what people's like relationships are Shannon's always like be picturing people like fucking. I always picture if you if I meet you and your significant other I'm gonna picture you fucking <laughs> and then and then here's like here's what you don't want from me here's what you don't want from me you don't want and you would never know because I would never tell you you don't want this sometimes I'd be like I cannot picture them having sex I can't and that's kiss of death in my opinion <laughs> shannon's like i could for see, some reason one time she's like they have very gentle sex yeah i was like those people they're like very gentle <laughs> well sex spurts uh, have come on and we talked about how actually vanilla sex does get a bad rap it's not always like i think that people if you're doing the same thing every single time yeah that's on us we gotta like or whoever i guess is like maybe it's bothering because we have to get brave because i used to like be the type that would like never say anything mm-hmm. we have to get you have to kind of like get a little brave yeah to like try new things right but it's kind of good when it gets boring because then it's actually an opportunity for you to like bring something in introduce right. a new idea try a different place like do something different to spice it up because like it is gonna get boring and that's okay yeah you're having sex with the same person over and over like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's bound to have some repetitiveness and i do feel like men are like very routine yeah like they're just like a lot more like logical and like disciplined also they're just fine they're like oh this is fine this is working they're like penis in whole fuck yeah 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 Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um no do you know what i was just thinking this thought came to mind and i want to put words in this person's mouth on that just asked this question but maybe perhaps if you're bored with your sex life and you're thinking we're just doing the same thing over and over and I'm not liking it maybe that's because she's not actually like coming or having an orgasm because if I was actually coming and having an orgasm but I happen to be doing the same thing to achieve that I'd probably be okay with it <laughs> I'd be like you know like to me I think like sometimes in sex like in routines if you're lucky enough to have a partner who does meet that the criteria of making you have the big o then i think you're probably like oh i'm fine that that we do that same thing every time because the result is yes good job so like maybe you you're having you're bored and the sex is vanilla because you're actually not reaching that like feeling that you actually want and in that case you should definitely tell your partner like hey we like let's try something else let's do this or like tell them guys think it's hot when you tell them what you want them to do in sex yeah that that actually was like that was something that i had to learn and shannon's always been she, she's always inspired me i'd always ask her i'm like so how do you like say that or like this is when we were like a little bit younger because shannon's just always so bold to tell guys like exactly what she wants and i'm like that's how it should be though yeah and if your partner loves you they want to meet your needs they, they want to know 100 what you want james says that all the time he's like because i know it can be like it can like kind of like i don't know like my ego doesn't like when they tell me because i'm like oh so did you not like what i was doing before yeah but like here's the thing maybe they didn't and then like and james is like we should always be open and honest and tell each other when we do or don't like something you know yeah and the best time to talk about sex is right after you had sex yeah because everyone's like euphoric and they're like you're like you know what i loved you know what i wish we'd do next time it's like in the heat of the moment the passion it can get kind of like squirrely and you're like oh well now my feelings are hurt but like right afterwards like yeah say something say something yeah I, I actually do I, I genuinely I know it's like so, so cliche but I genuinely to my core feel like talking about sex is the way to have better sex 100% yeah and you kind of have to get over that hump because like, you don't want to hurt their ass feeling maybe that's why she's like oh it's like kind of vanilla and well, you don't want to hurt their feelings but you're like hey here's a crazy idea here's a crazy idea that was so good what if we did this next time yeah. this our really good sex we just had just made me think we should do this next time yeah I also just think like people get so stressed out about talking to their partner about sex like they're like it's so awkward it's so uncomfortable I'm like how could something be uncomfortable when literally his like 
genitalia was just in your mouth and inside of you. And you're like, but I don't want to talk about it. You're like, well, yeah, y'all just did it. You just did you it. Can talk about it. I promise. I also have one other little thought bubble that came to my mind about what? this. It was something that I've just had to swish around in my brain before is that the, I think that when you're in a really healthy relationship, you can't ever compare it to a time where you were having like, you were like in a toxic roller coastery, like crazy unstable relationship. Yeah. And that sex was just like, so like dramatic. Not to mention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not to mention. I think that's a common thing people do. It's a like, random hookup or like a hookup with a guy that didn't even actually like you. So he he was like triggering all these like fight or flight emotions, which makes everything like like ex- exasperated and like yeah. bigger and grander. Because you're like, every time you see him, it's like a bigger deal. But then like you're totally forgetting and putting in a box, your memory forgotten box, how you actually felt emotionally after right. that. Just like you're unstable as fuck. Unstable, Unhinged. crying, not happy, calling all your friends. And like versus when you're in a healthy relationship and you're done having sex and you guys like actually just cuddle and smile and then like are happy yeah like you have to you're so right that's so you cannot compare the two well and that that's like that was like the conversation i kind of had with the sex burn is that she's like vanilla sex is vanilla sex is it's it's okay it's normal like you're yeah. gonna have that but it's it can be an invitation for you to talk about it more or like spice things right. up but it is like it needs to be separate from like those times in your life where you're having like wild crazy toxic ex get back together sex i just did an episode called dear diary where i read my journal from 2016 which was a humbling experience um and i it, it, like i thank you and I remember those times where I would like hook up with my ex and I would, it would be like, I would, I would like, oh my God, that was like the best sex ever. Like it fucking wasn't. I was just like, so emotionally, I thought sex was the way to get him back. Like mm-hmm. I thought every time we had sex, it meant he wanted to be back together with me. So in my brain, I like romanticized and like, um, like made that sex so much crazier and wilder than it actually was when it was really just like him getting off and then not talking to me for a week after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we're like healthy sex. Sometimes it will be vanilla and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll be like repetitive, but it's like, it's okay. At just least. make sure he's taking care of your needs. Yeah. And if that's in a repetitive fashion, it's all right. And then, and then once you know, like you you love each other, they want to meet your needs. It's just like, it's coming from a place of like, you got to take control and be like, okay, this is what I want. Yeah. And honestly do an upside down 69 or actually that's already upside down. Um, <laughs> do, do a handstand twerk on the dick if you want. Dude. But James always says missionary gets a bad rep. He's like, missionary is fantastic. Like people are always like, yeah, like, oh, what do you just do missionary? It's so vanilla. It's like, no, that's actually fantastic. Sorry. If you guys were talking about sex, we're hearing the bathroom renovations in the background. It's just, is that coming through on the audio? just a little bit if you hear that sorry we're renovating my bathroom yeah no i know missionary does get a bad rap and that's the thing it's like people are always like oh i bet you and Austin throw it down in the bedroom i'm like yeah we have really great sex because we really love each other but but i'm not like out here fucking throwing bows and like (laughs) doing a handstand and gyrating 100 it's like very sweet sex so it's like you don't have to i think people think like oh i bet people are out there doing some freaky weird stuff yeah here's the thing i do love a good sex toy and that could just that's always just a good place to throw something in yeah that's easy to do too that is easy like i'm like oh i got a pr package full of sex toys (laughs) austin's he's the one that's been like what and i'm like just go just go with it babe just trust me it's fine just go with it did you know that you can tell the difference between a laboratory grown diamond and a natural diamond laboratory grown diamonds are mass produced in factories in just a few weeks and are very easily detected due to their distinct patterns on the other hand natural diamonds are over a billion years old and support the livelihoods of over 10 million people worldwide The positive impact of natural diamonds is widespread. Around 80% of the value of every rough diamond remains in local communities and supports infrastructure, healthcare, education, and environmental protection. So next time you're thinking of celebrating a special moment in your life, remember that your natural diamond also protects vulnerable wildlife species and brings prosperity to many less fortunate communities around the world. For more information, visit naturaldiamonds.com. 
last question we'll wrap it up because i think you'll have a really good answer for this um someone said and i was like i love this question i bet this will definitely be a good answer for me and grace trusting yourself to be the full strength version of yourself like how to do it like like how do you yeah how do you trust yourself to be the full strength version of yourself i think the easiest and the fastest way to connect with that version of yourself but what i always like to do when i'm in just the absolute muck of something where yeah. i'm like holy shit this is hard right <laughs> or shit can i do this? this is hard i always think back to just pick one time in your life where something has just been so absolutely googly gawk fucked and you pulled out this like superhuman strength and you're like, I did it. Yeah. I got right. through it. You did that. And I, you did that. Like it could be anything. You're like, bitch, we'd be out here. Women be out here giving, like, having babies. Like we, we are strong. Yeah. And we are way stronger than we give ourselves credit for. Totally. And so all it takes is for you to identify one moment where you're like, I was really strong in that moment. Yeah. And like, I can actually, that's only like one tenth of our potential. Right. We can unlock so much more. So I think first it's always good to find like a, an example of your life where you're like, I was really tapped into that version of myself. Right. And then from there start to kind of like, and like you can, I, I, you know me, I love like, I love to journal and like write out. Reading my journal, there was an entry that was like, will I ever not feel this way? Will I ever not be this sad? Like there were tear marks on the pages. It was like, will I ever stop thinking about him? Well, and I'm like, oh my God, like that version of me, like I, I didn't, I stopped journaling. I've, I need to get back to it. But like, I remember thinking to like 2016 Shannon, like, yeah, you did. Like you, you did, you did, you did. You, you really did. Like, it's really like nice to see that kind of stuff. You're right to pull those. Those little moments back out and then you you're like oh my gosh look how much progress i made because we are like we are such instant gratification human beings and yeah. when we can actually see progress or things that we've accomplished tangibly we're like it's just like it's so expansive because it shows our mind how capable we are right so that's the one thing of like trusting yourself like i know there's been a time in your life where you have been strong like mm-hmm. absolutely and then from there you could do some like forward thinking like what is the strongest version of me is that the main word she just uses full yeah strength. full strength full strength yeah so like what is the strongest version of me like i want you to like almost like focus on what what does that look like what situation are you handling and like go ahead and just start thinking through the situation yeah because like that version of you already exists it's already inside of you right that's why it's like it's so easy for you to trust that because it's like especially women like we have such good intuition and it's all about our intuition mm-hmm. our strongest version of ourselves is the version of ourselves that's listening to ourselves. Mm-hmm. that when we get a gut reaction we act on it yeah 100%. you know and like the more that you are like listening that's why and- they say we're fbi agents because we're like we be finding shit out because we, we do get a reaction and we know what to do next we're like Mm-mm. we know yeah and so like sit with yourself and be like okay what would the strongest version of me do in this scenario say you're having a hard day like what would the strongest version of me do in this moment and like that version of you already exists inside of you you just need to like pull her out and connect with her and if you listen and take action whatever your brain knows because your brain knows yeah like your brain knows like the full strength version of me she doesn't text that guy back yeah 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 she doesn't do those things like those things that we just kind of like are like, like might oh, as well feeling yeah. a little vulnerable and feeling weak it's like no fuck that what's the strongest version of me right do? and you're gonna get the answer yeah, yeah like yeah. you don't even have to be like super intuitive like you're gonna know what to do and if you act on it that's how you like really 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 hold yourself accountable to trusting that version of yourself it's, but you yeah. just gotta call her out you gotta connect with her a little bit you're like i know you're in there bitch knock knock wake up yeah wake up don't fall asleep with the wheel on me i love that yeah oh, you have the best advice ever you're so like eloquent in the way that you speak Thank i'm you. like anyways don't fucking text it back because blah, 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 blah. you're like <laughs> to find the highest version of yourself you really just gotta do I'm like, she already exists i'm like tell that bitch <laughs> tell that bitch to wake the fuck up but it is true like it's 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 in like women we are we are programmed to be strong like we, yeah. we are here to do hard things also, there's never been a time, and this is such a basic thing to say, but there's never been a time in my life where, just to use the example, like you said, like texting a guy back that you know you shouldn't text back. There's never been a time where I didn't text someone back, and then the next morning I was like, 
fuck. I wish I did text him. No, you wake up and you're like, I didn't text him back. There is always a time where you give yourself permission to be that lower, more vulnerable person of yourself, which is fine. We've all been there. And you wake up the next morning and you're like, what the fuck did I text him back just so that he could know that I would. And then I did. And then he didn't text me back. And now I'm pissing myself. Like you will never regret. You will never regret taking the, the powerful strength version of yourself. Like you'll never regret it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really what, what it's about is like taking your power back from situations outside of yourself. Yeah. And sometimes taking your power back is really just taking a step back, taking a beat and not reacting. Right. Just take a beat. Cause then if you're feeling like, oh, I'm feeling kind of vulnerable and feeling kind of weak in those moments, like how about we just do nothing right now? Mm-hmm. And then once we, w- once we regather some of that yeah. strength, then we act, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like sometimes it really is like the most powerful thing is just to do nothing mm-hmm. to just sit back and observe and observe. <laughs> and observe like, cause like our reaction really is like, we can react from a place of power. We can react from a place of disempowerment. Right. And like, those are our two options. And it, it all goes back to the same thing. Like being from coming from a loving place or a fearful place. Like, don't leave me. I don't know. Or it's like, no, I fucking love myself. I'm going to sit myself. back. I'm good. I'm yeah. Gucci. I love you. I love you. This is the end of the season guys. We will be back. Bruce Courtney, when will we be back? <laughs> I'm so happy I could close out the season. You're closing out the season. A finale. A finale. You are my finale always. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love you. you. We will be back November 7th. I love you guys so madly, so deeply, so truly. There are still live shows. Get your tickets in October. We are going to be in Dallas, Houston, and Austin. Show up, glow up, be there. I love you guys. See me on Instagram. Bye. Bye.